0: You no, you you have it wrong, Sarah. I went <laughs> down a few steps.
1: You went down? Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I, I went back.
0: I went back a few steps. So. Any,
1: any which way it took me a couple years right. to
0: catch up with you.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's
2: all right. I'm, I'm pleased to be your senior, you know, but when you get up with when you get my age, and then you can fuck with Fred Lee, because, you know, have you noticed I fuck with her whenever I want to? But anyway. <laughs> amen.
3: Amen. Anyway, look, amen. I'm, I'm so Hallelujah. sorry.
2: You got my papers right here, too. Oh, goodness. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And then.
4: Hold on, Ms. Sarah. let's get for Ms. Uh, yes. Susan a few seconds so she can start us with a word of prayer this morning, yes. and then we'll go into phrases, Miss Susan. Yes.
3: Hallelujah.
5: Kind Father, in Jesus' name, we lift you up, and we praise you. Hallelujah. Lord. Father, we thank you. You have not rejected our prayer. I withhold you. your love from us, and Lord thank we thank you, you for it. Father, forgive you, us Lord. for our sin of omission and com- omission and commission.
0: Father, yes, bring yes.
5: deliverance and bind the storm everywhere. In Jesus' yes, yes. name, the blood of yes, Jesus yes. is against the devil and his plan toward everyone. In Jesus' name, Father, I'm covering myself, the listeners our family amen. member and friend with the blood of Jesus, that we will not yes. get any backlashes from this prayer in Jesus' name. Yes, Open up amen. our spirit, spiritually, ears and eyes and heart and mind to receive your rhema word on this morning.
0: Yes, Open doors
5: of favor for this ministry
0: yes, and the amen. overseer
5: and his family member. In Jesus' name yes. we pray, amen. Amen.
3: Amen. 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 amen Hallelujah.
2: Praise
4: the Lord! You know, Hallelujah. this is a praise time. This is a time to worship God with our praises. Yes.
0: If there is okay. there any
4: praises on the line, you know, this is a time to just bring it before the Lord.
0: Yes. Well, I certainly want to thank Him for another year of life.
2: Amen. And I can't
0: praise Him more because I am truly, truly blessed. My youngest daughter turned forty-seven on yesterday. And my oldest grand, my oldest grand will be thirty five on Tuesday. Wow! Yeah. So I'm oh. truly, truly blessed, and I thank God for just keeping me and sustaining me. Thank you all for the yeah. birthday wishes. Amen. Yeah, happy, Amen. Birthday. Happy, birthday.
2: happy birthday! Hallelujah!
3: Hallelujah! Yes. Yeah.
2: I don't think Lisa is on, but Lisa uh Lisa's uh son not Lisa's daughter and um their family uh sent for her so she could come for a visit in uh Texas and so she visited with um 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 Oh goodness. Come on mine. Come on. Yeah. The Jacksons. The Jacksons.
1: Good morning.
5: Are you there? Are you there?
2: Okay. I was giving crazy. So you go ahead and, and tell I, I was trying to I was trying to say Michaela and Devin at the same time in my head and I couldn't do it. So Good
3: morning. Good morning. Good Thank you. Yeah. You
2: know the, the time kinda got me messed up. I'm like, okay, is it really seven or is it eight? <laughs> eight. <laughs> Good morning, yes um Devin and Matthew and family were gracious enough to um to bring me out for the weekend a belated birthday gift and I am truly truly grateful and it's a much needed much deserved break and it's just awesome to be able to spend some time with the family so uh yeah, I'm here mm-hmm in Dallas, Texas, this morning. Uh, oh, a little Amen. And, and actually had an opportunity to go to the preseason game last night, so they have truly been gracious to me. <laughs> Thank God. And that, and that Dallas team, that's her team, y'all. She has it on. Her face mask. She has it on. Her car. <laughs> she has it on shirts and T-shirts. So... <laughs> It's a family thing. It's a family thing. And you have got to see the picture uh, of oh, Matthew Jr., baby Matthew with his onesie on. Oh, my gosh. He is so cute. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Heaven. Hallelujah. And so good you we were able to get away. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. So relaxing. Mm, and you need that that's that's how great our God is he'll send you what you need and you don't even know you need it doing exceedingly abundantly more than we can even think or ask thank you Lord
4: thank you Lord Hallelujah
2: Hallelujah.
4: Yesterday we had a great uh, Kids to Career event Um, you know I just uh, thank God for what he did and where he has brought us in this mm-hmm. journey, we started the, doing this kids to college thing for our kids with the vision to send 2,000 kids to college in the next four years. Right? And uh, this all happened uh, during the days of pandemic began last year. We could not go into prison. We started to pour our heart into how can we help these these children? How can we help these families? And that's how this, this kids to career got birth as a kids to college to begin with, right? And uh, uh, even, even when the enemy means for a bad thing and God uses mm-hmm. for it, his good, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Amen.
4: Uh, and the thing is our tech team, you know, has come alongside about, uh, you know, three, uh, three or four weeks ago, we felt like uh, what we are doing is complex and we need to uh, reduce the complexity And um, so we just, like, uh, did some, uh, you know, adjustments, and it worked. Everything was working fine. Mm. Yes. And, uh, you know, until 9 o'clock yesterday, the team said, you know, uh, they called me Anna. Anna means brother, right? They said, Anna, you know, this is good, this is simple, but really we want to go live at Facebook.
3: (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself,
4: we haven't really tried this, guys. You know, really, you want to try this now? I'm just like uh, getting nervous because, you know, I want this to go smooth. Right?
3: Yeah.
4: But these guys were determined in their heart not mm-hmm. to let that go away, you know. Uh, he, they probably were thinking, oh, you have little faith, you know. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
4: they just started to work and 9.30 comes by, they still are struggling with all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, it's okay. Let's go back to our basics, you know. But, uh, you know, 9.30, everything worked, and we went live. And uh, what this did to us is not only that we were able to do this Facebook live, um, but there were 79 other people that we Mm. did not know were watching it online, what was happening to these children.
2: Praise
4: the Lord. Right. And uh, in the future events, you know, when we do like a gala, when we do uh, the things that, you know, we want to do, because this is going to become a new norm for us, you yeah. know. Yeah. The pandemic, uh, you know, uh, the, this this uh, fie- fever of pandemic is going to take a little bit time to die. Uh, mm-hmm. At least it looks like it right now. Yeah. And we need mm-hmm. to have innovative creative ways to get our message out. Yeah. And can you imagine these children, you know, can watch this not only through the, the, the uh, mechanisms that we put in place. Now we can watch using Facebook Live. We can yeah. watch using YouTube Live. It takes away the uh, burden of like a saving these videos. It's like a, so many things just came together. Mm-hmm. I praise God for like, a, you know, how... God is just taking and turning what was meant to be, you know, a more, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, destruction to, for for His glory. He's just changing. Uh, mm. This, if we can just like a start to do this, the fathers inside the prison can actually see this live yeah. without even we have to download anything on their computers.
3: That's right. Oh, thank oh, you. yeah, yeah. You know,
4: it just opens up. You know so many avenues for us to reach the people that, uh, you know, would not have been been possible to do this.
3: So yeah. I praise God praise for you.
4: that.
2: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I sent uh, Lisa a, a text saying it was on, and Lisa texted me back saying, I think, Lisa, did you get to see it? Yes,
1: I did. I did.
2: Yeah. Lisa was watching it in Texas. Amen. Yeah. 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 Please, please. I had it on my phone, but then I, I did something that went away, even though I was on, you know, online. So, Cyril, can we go back and pull that up on Facebook? Oh,
4: absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There was one, one reason why we had to take that video off of Facebook. There was a mother who just like a called her name and the name of the child. We want to protect the privacy of that kid. I mean, we don't mind our faces being there and what we say, but Mm -hmm. when we go Facebook Live, we have to be careful what we say, Um, you know. And there were like a few places in the beginning, uh, there were conversations that were happening that's not something we wanted to, um, you know, publicize. uh, Because Uh people were saying private things during that time when we were Live.
3: Uh So we have to
4: be careful. And so we took that video down so we can cut down those pieces and then put it back on. But we have a full uh, video.
2: Okay. Praise the Lord.
4: Praise the Lord. Yes, that's a blessing.
2: You're so blessed.
4: And also another uh, thing that happened for us this week is uh, uh, many of you know we've been doing this uh, project, um, you know, movie project called The Way right? Yeah. It's a short film. There's a lot of energy put into it um, and we are almost ready to just like get the final version out so we can go, um, you know, and, and do a viewing of that short film, uh, which will eventually become like a full one hour, 16 minute um, material. But this week, earlier this week on Tuesday, somebody walked into the office where they have stored all this information they, they took the hard drive where all this information was, and they took also the backup drive, and they trashed the entire office. And uh, they dumped the, the hard drive into a sink um, and poured water, uh, ran water into it. Right? So pretty much like an eight years' worth of work uh, was on the drain at this point. That's what uh, the enemy thought. But, you know, we serve a God Amen. who is mightier than mm-hmm. what the enemy can think of.
3: Mm-hmm. Even
4: the worst destruction that the enemy could think of, God can turn it into something more praiseworthy.
3: Yeah. And
4: so within the 21st to 24 hours, they were able to recover many of the files. They're still working through. Uh, but, it, you know, the God who began a good work in this. You know we'll see it through the completion through Christ. Oh yes,
3: yeah. amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Any other praise item?
6: Hi, this is Katina.
3: Yes, Miss Katina.
6: Hi, I, I just want to just give a praise report um, on behalf of Kevon. <laughs> So, uh, oh, most of us on here um, know who Keevon is. Kivan is one of our um, Proverbs 226 uh, kids, and Kivan started Spartanburg Community College this week. And I just want to report um, and just praise God for his enthusiasm, praise God for his um, pressing on, uh, Keevon's <laughs> pressing on, praise him for Damn him there. not giving up praise him for his continued follow through with the process. It's a process. And this young man is pressing on and running on and um, is excited about being in college and is actually doing quite well this week. He reported that he's been turning in his assignments, he's been making good grades, he's figuring out the student portal system, he's been staying in close contact with his advisors and you know, getting where he needs to be to find out what he needs to do and, and providing that information to them. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for um, just the process. I thank him Amen. for um, just giving these kids the, the stamina and strength and the will that they need in order to not give up. So let's just continue Ingrid. to keep him lifted in prayer, um, him and mm. all of our uh, college students that have started, because I think all of them probably had first day of classes probably this week or um, coming up maybe, I mean, this, yeah, this week just passed or coming up this upcoming week. So let's just continue to keep them lifted in prayer that God will continue to just give them exactly what they need in order to just continue on with the process.
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We also praise God for you and,
0: and as well. i just like to say like to, say to uh, Katina, um, thank you for that information, because I mentioned to someone just yesterday, I said, I wonder how my boy Keon is doing. And because um, mm-hmm. I pray for him constantly. Yes. And his spirit, I just pray for his spirit. And he's going to make it. He's going to do good. He just he needs People like us behind him, praying for him and lifting him yeah. up. But he has the potential to do great things. And I, I, I thank you for that information. And I will continue to keep him lifted up before the Lord.
6: Hallelujah. And for those of you don't know, um,
2: Barbara, Barbara, who just spoke, um, we requested that she pray Pray for Keon. That's her special person. And we do have people who are praying for special students. And Keon has been prayed for since the, by Barbara since we asked him. So we're just so grateful. Prayers of the righteous availeth much. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And he is just I so thankful
6: for this, for this program. Every time we talk yes, to him, and we have a success mm-hmm. with one of, you know, we've been dealing with so many things. But every time we overcome and God shows up and we have, you know, success, he's always just so, he never ceases to thank the program. I thank the program. I thank y'all so much. So I just want to pass
4: that on. Um, Actually, I was going to say that I wanted to thank, uh, you know, you, Miss Katina and Dale for your consistent effort in putting upon this boy's life, you know, it, uh, it takes a lot of energy um, that you need to, you know, uh, you have work and you have things to do, but, uh, you know, it is that extra push yeah. that's just like I uh, give these kids an edge, you know, when the FAFSA was not filled up or, you know, when that, uh, you know, paperwork is not through. Um, it's, it's just like, a, a, you know, a lot of these things needed to be handheld for mm-hmm. some of these children. And this is how it is going to grow into that 2,000 kids that we have a vision for because, you know, these are children that would have been dropped because the Mm -hmm. statistics is stacked up against our children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 82% probability of children that has a father, a mother in prison will end up in a prison uh, Mm -hmm. or in depression or in suicide or, you know, um the the all the different things that they're talking about the poverty level and things like that but can you imagine this one kid just like a getting over
3: yeah, that hump? Mm-hmm. yeah that you know, thank
4: you miss barbara for your prayers because you know yeah. it is without thank prayers you. we cannot actually push this
3: yeah.
4: you know it takes uh, that amen. energy
2: amen amen amen, amen. Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah! Thank God you, Lord. you, Thank you, Jesus.
2: Hallelujah! Thank, you, Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you,
4: Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah! Hallelujah! We Thank have some Lord.
4: prayer items for this morning. Um, our, I don't know whether our dear brother Terry was able to join or not, Um, but uh, you know he uh, he is uh, he was in ER. I don't know whether he is still there. Um, but, uh, you know, if someone can just like uh, lift him up, uh, they saw the symptoms of stroke. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, he's fighting. And there is another girl in Charlotte. She has a one-year-old baby. She's uh, been part of our tech team, little bit extended tech team, Vidya. Um, you know, she is in the hospital fighting the, the third wave of COVID. Her oxygen level is pretty low and heart rate is pretty low, um, but she's in the hospital this morning trying to get her over. So if someone can pray for them before we go into the message today.
1: Heavenly Father, Lord, we bless your name for this day, O oh God. Lord, we just thank you, O oh God, for your mercy and your grace, O oh God. We Thank you, oh God, for... You. Looking beyond our faults, oh God, and seeing our every need, oh God, and You bless according to Your riches and glories through Christ Jesus, oh God. Lord, we love You today, oh God, and we say yes to Your will and Your way, oh God. Yes to You, oh God. Lord, we lift Harry up, oh God, and I'll take work around before You, oh God. Lord, You see what they stand in need of even before we ask You, oh God. Lord, we ask You, Lord, to surround those hospital beds, oh God, with Your protection and Your glory and Your power, oh yes. God. Lord, we ask the Lord to touch them right now, oh God, from the crown of their heads, oh God, to the soles of their feet, oh God. Lord, we yes. rebuke broke yes. yes. symptoms, oh God. Lord, we rebuke oxygen, yes. the low level of oxygen, oh God. Lord, we ask the Lord just to do what only you can do, oh God. Lord, if you yes. don't do it, oh God, yes. Lord, it won't get done, oh God. Lord, you see no, the no, heart disease. No, no saints, oh God, the hearts of these Christians, oh God. Lord, you see, oh God, their desire, oh God, to please you in everything that they do, oh God. Lord, your word said, oh God, that no good thing, oh God, were you withhold, oh God, from them that walked up right before you, oh God. Right now, oh God, Lord, we ask you, Lord just to do what they stand in need of, oh God, a healing right now, oh God, in the mighty
3: name of Jesus. A healing, Lord, in the mighty
1: name of Jesus. A breakthrough, oh God. Lord, pull them through, oh God. Oh, he's... Lord, we decree and declare, oh God, that that oxygen never will rise on today, oh God. Oh, not tomorrow, oh God, yeah. not this afternoon, oh God, but right now, right oh God, now. we believe if you, oh God, we it really make a to change, oh God. Right we decree now. and declare, right oh God, now. that you're doing it right now, oh God, in the mighty yeah. name of Jesus. Lord, we look very yeah. up for you, oh God. Lord, those stroke symptoms, oh God. Lord, we rebuke them right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we burn yeah. it right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Do what only you can yeah. do right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus.
4: Lord, so we love
1: you Alleluia. today, O oh God. And so we stand on your word, O oh God, that says that by your stripes we're healed on today, O oh God. Lord, we stand mm-hmm. in your Alleluia. word, O oh God. And Lord, we standing on your word today, O oh God. Have us not look to the left or the right or behind us, O oh God. But have us, oh God, keep our eyes on you today, oh God. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for what you're going to do, O oh God. We thank you for the before that are going to come out of these, out of these things, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, we declare today, oh God, mm-hmm. that they shall live and not die today, oh God. Lord, we love you today, oh God. Stand on your mm-hmm. word today. Oh Hallelujah. God. Yes. Thank you, God. There, oh God, that all is well today, O oh God, with them, O oh God. That all is mm-hmm. well with them and their families, O oh God. Lord, that baby, O oh God, that that mother left, O oh God. Lord, you know, O oh God, what they stand in need of, O oh God. Lord, turn right now, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Do it, Lord. And, Lord, if you do these things, oh, God, Lord, we will forever, oh, God, give you praise, honor, and glory, oh, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, your word, oh, God, that the prayer of the Christ of the Lord, thank
3: you, oh, God. And we
1: trust it today, oh, God, we stand on your word today, oh, God. Lord, we won't waver, Lord, we won't falter, oh, God, we won't sway to the left or the right, oh, God. But stand us up strong, oh, God, for the need thing of your glory, oh, God. Lord, we decree and declare, oh God, that Terry, yeah. oh God, and our, yeah. and our tech team member, oh God, that they will just Hallelujah. get the benefits of these prayers, Hallelujah. oh God, and they will stand Hallelujah. up clear and strong, oh God, and declare, oh God, that you are God Almighty, oh God, that yeah. you're healing today, oh God. Lord, to ask whatever the devil been prepared, oh God. Lord, we know, Lord, that you can turn around for the dead, oh God. And Lord, your word says that you can do exceedingly, abundantly, oh God, more than we can ever thank your hands, oh God. 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 Lord, we stand on your word today, oh God. Lord, we know, Lord, that
3: this is
1: the beginning of something new, oh God, that you want to do in your life, oh God. Lord, you're not done with the near, oh God. Lord, we're Lord, to bring up. Bring them out, oh God. Lord, we're calling them by name, oh God. Terry, oh God. That young lady, oh God. Lord, you know her name, oh God. Lord, bring them out, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bring them through right now, oh God. And Lord, we thank you, oh God, and we praise you today, oh God. And we love you today, O oh God, yes. and we're we'll calling it all that, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We're we'll calling it that, O yes. God, Hallelujah. and we thank you for your blessings, O oh God. We thank you for your healing today, O
3: oh God. Yes. Yes.
1: Thank Hallelujah. you, God, that the mother's going to return home to her baby, O God. Oh, God, we love you, H O L E, in the name of God, in the mighty Hallelujah. name of Jesus. heal, O oh God, because Lord, when the Lord, Lord, when you When you healed the ten lepers, oh God, only one, oh God, was made whole, oh God. The one that came back to say thank you, Lord. Lord, you you healed them and you made them whole, oh God. And Lord, we're asking, oh God, that you bring that tech team member out whole, oh God. And you bring carry out whole, oh, God, in the mighty yes, name of yes. Jesus. And you use them, oh, God, for your glory, oh, God, even the more, yes. oh God. Use them in a mighty way, oh, Jesus. God, that you have been using them, oh, God, because of their testimony, oh, God, and because of thank who you, you are to be, oh, God. Lord, we thank you, oh, God. And we're calling these prayers down, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you,
3: Hallelujah.
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Lord, so worthy oh God. You're so worthy, Lord. so worthy, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Oh, God. We praise you. And we adore you oh God. We adore you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We adore you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank, thank, you, Jesus. God, thank you, you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He,
3: thank you, hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
4: Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> <cancelled cold>. <laughs>
1: thank you, Jesus. <Amen. laughs> oh,
4: thank
1: you, Lord. Thank oh, God, we bless guys. your name, Lord. We bless thank your name, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Thank you. I just
4: want to encourage everybody that um, in the you. book of Job chapter 42 verse 10 says when Job prayed for his friends Job's yes. iniquities were removed yes
0: That's
4: as he mm-hmm. lift up in, in prayers for the saints like uh, Terry yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, Vidya and uh, all the team members or, uh, you know, the, the the family and friends that we are praying for. God yeah. is pleased. I mean, he's going to do what oh, we God. have asked him to do for yeah. sure.
3: But yeah.
4: this act of righteousness pleases God.
3: Yeah.
4: This act of like interceding for mm-hmm. somebody pleases God. And he not only is going to deliver them, because we have asked and we have opened our mouth in prayer, but he's also looking closely into our life. Amen. Amen. He's putting hands on our life and just like, you know, dealing with our situation, dealing with our circumstances, dealing with our healing, dealing with, you know, what we need for today to strengthen ourselves. God is looking into us as well.
3: Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah. This morning,
4: as we go into the Word, let me mute this line.
6: The conference has been muted.
4: Always, you know, um, it is such a joy to just like a come on Sunday morning like this and, uh, you know, meditate on the Word of God. But every week that I'm coming here to just like, a, you know, meditate with you all, my my heart is always like a very nervous. I'm, um, um maybe the the words can come out like a really strong and everything, but it wasn't. Um, you know, God has to, you know, do a lot of, uh, you know, strengthening. And even this morning, I'm standing uh, to preach this, uh, you know, um, word, you know, but I'm 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 just praying. That the, yes. the fire of the Holy God will just like a fall upon this line and that he will bless everyone that is just listening to this. And yes. the words are not just going to come out just like a yes. from a technical mechanical perspective, but it will make a, every one of our lives just like a enriched with yes. this word. Father, yes. we surrender ourselves this morning. As we lift up everyone that is listening Mm -hmm. to you, Father God, you will, Father God, just like open our ears, open our mind, open our heart, open our soul, Father God, that we Mm -hmm. would just like a digest this. God, this nation of America requires, Father God, the fire to fall upon every pulpit this morning, Father God, every, Father God, message that comes out, Father God, will go forth, Father God, in this in this mass, mm. massive fire that just like a spread across this nation and yes. re this these brothers and sisters across this nation as well yes. as us, yes. Father God, this morning.
3: Yes, thank you, Lord. We
4: surrender ourselves into your mighty hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. So this yes. morning, what we are doing, we are, we are meditating for the last you know, couple of weeks to a uh, you know, couple of months now. Uh, on the names of the Lord,
3: Mm.
4: and uh, the name of the Lord sometimes is just like, um, is so meaningful, it's not like somebody wants to give God a name, and so they just go look at uh, a book that has like a thousand names to name God, or something like that, but instead, when they experience certain things in their life, well, When the things that just happened in their life was just like overwhelming them, they just like a call out to that name. Like Mm -hmm. Hagar, when she was just like in a desperate situation, not knowing exactly what to do, in that desert, running for her life, uh, running with a baby in her stomach. uh, She was just sitting on this uh, place uh, where the Bible says the angel of the Lord found her. Mm in the desert and mm-hmm. so she says the god who sees me el roi he just she just like a, that came out of her heart just like a overflowing when when we see that god who keeps up his covenant abraham gives out all these names like adonai and elshaddai and so on mm-hmm. because that was just like an overflow of their worship today morning my prayer is that uh, as we listen and uh, read and meditate on these things, our hearts will overflow and remind us
3: mm.
4: what a mighty God we serve. Yeah. What a mighty God we serve. He mm. is the Jehovah Rapha. He is the Jehovah Shalom. He is the Jehovah Shammah. He is the Jehovah Eri. He is the Elohim. He is the God Elohim. You know, Mm -hmm. he is the God who is non-nameable. He's indescribable Mm. above all names. And today we're just going to read and meditate upon El Olam. El Olam. It just spells O L A M. El is uh, God. Right? El is E L is always refers to God. And Olam Describes the attribute of God. El Olam. El Olam means he is a God of ages. He is a God of time. He is an eternal God. He has no beginning and he has no end. He exists outside the time and space. That's what we're going to see a whole lot today. This word Olam comes nearly 400 times in the Old Testament. A lot of times we just like to go past these words, not realizing the eternal nature of this God. He's not the man upstairs, and his last name is not Dan. He's, uh, he's just an amazing, awesome, unexplainable, undescribable God. In fact, the rabbis the Jewish rabbis who were the ones who were first introduced to these names when they would read the scriptures, what they would do is when it comes to the name of the Lord, they would either skip it or replace it with some other thing because they were so scared and they had so much reverence and respect Mm
3: -hmm.
4: for God's name that they would not even say it because they know when they say the name, something happens to their atmosphere. Something changes their trajectory. Mm-hmm. Something is just like a you know uh, moves into that air and takes control of. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have your Bible, let's go over to Genesis chapter twenty-one. This is the first time that this name is introduced to us. Of course, like uh, when you read this, this is still within the life of Abraham. Mm -hmm. And if we read the verse 33, Genesis chapter 21 verses 33, it says, then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Bathsheba And there, called on the name of the Lord, El Olam, the everlasting God. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe there are 400 references of this just in the Old Testament. Of course, there is more in the New Testament when we look at like a Revelation chapter 1. It is saying that uh, you are the Alpha and the Omega. Mm -hmm. You are the El Olam. You are in the beginning, you are in the end. You are a God from everlasting to everlasting. What made Abraham to say this? That's what we will look at. Abraham is now living in the canon, the promised land, right? And uh, if we look at the, the map of Abraham's life, it goes from chapter 12 of Genesis to chapter 24, okay? When we start in the chapter 12, it's actually the end of Levin itself, we get like a little bit of a glimpse of like Abraham's life comes into play with his father. But at that time, Abraham was 75 years old and he was living in Babylon and he was worshiping the foreign gods. And God calls, at this point, his name is even Abram, not Abraham, Abraham, to follow him. God says, okay, leave everything that you have, get on your car, sell everything that you have, and give it to poor. This week, I was, uh, at least four or five times, I talked about this one incident. There is a, I don't know whether you have watched this movie, uh, uh, Nutty Professor, Ace Ventura, um, and uh, Bruce Almighty. These are all Jim Carrey movies. That's the common thread, right? All are Jim Carrey movies, right? This was all directed by a man named Tom, and his last name is really hard to pronounce, I'm going to leave it as Tom S., right? <clears throat> now, after he made all these movies successful, right, he um, he just like a, runs into an accident when he went on a bike ride on a mountain. He falls down. He experiences a near-death um, moment in his life. He was in an incubator for a good amount of time. I don't know whether it was uh, four weeks or four months. I don't know. But it was a long period of time. This director was in that place. But while he was there, he actually had a a, a massive big house uh, that was like a $7 million worth house in LA. He lived really well at this point. But this experience of facing the near real death, what happened is when he came out of it, this man Sold everything, including his own house, and he gave it to the poor, and he's living in a $750 uh, apartment in L.A., right? He just did, uh, you know, a lot of good things along the way, but I was thinking to myself, I mean, after that, he makes this documentary called I Am, Right? In the documentary, he's asking two questions. What is wrong with this world, and what can I do to fix it? Or what can we do to fix it? The more important question is the second one, right? So he goes on this search. He's asking a lot questions. Leave that documentary for a second. But when he just came out of that near real death experience, he did something that many of us would not do, which is to give up everything that we have in our hands, right? And that's what Abraham did. He gave up everything. He was living really well in Babylon, and he just like gave up everything, got on his camel, and he left from Babylon, and he came looking for this promised land, what God has told him about, right? And there were actually four promises but God makes it to Abraham. Number one, he, give, he says he will give him a land. Number two, he will give him a seed, because at this point Abraham, or Abraham is 75 years old and he still doesn't have a baby. Number three, the Bible says that God personally told Abraham, I will bless you. And number four, he will be made a father of nations. Those are four promises that God told him. But Abraham left from there thinking that God's going to do everything and he comes out and he toils and tosses for ten years. Nothing happens. Nothing. Absolutely nothing happens. He just left his luxurious life. He got and came to this desert and There's there's no light at the end of the tunnel. So Abraham decides to help God by just like a, you know, getting with Hagar, one of the servants, uh, you know, uh, he picked up along the way from Egypt. And uh, he was trying to, you know, help God by just uh, having a baby which God promised, right? So he backslides, gets into trouble, and then, he doesn't know what to do. Have you ever felt that? You are in a God's path. You have made a mistake along the way. Now you don't have a way to go back to where you came from. And you cannot move forward with God as well. That was the worst situation that Abraham was on. And another 14 years goes by. He was just like... Now, 24 years goes by, nothing happened except for there is a baby, Ishmael, that came along the way that wasn't even a promised child, right? And God speaks to Abraham, and in the 21st chapter, Abraham now has the promised child, Isaac. Abraham is now uh, 100 years old, but while he was there in this land, near Philistine, there there are a couple of things that we need to remember here just so we can understand the context behind it. So, all these things were going in the mind of Abraham, right? That, uh, you know, finally he saw the blessing come through. And here, that place that they are talking about, Beersheba, Be- Beersheba B-E-R, B-E-E-R, Sheba, right, Beersheba. This is a, a place, this is almost a town that is the very last town before someone gets into the desert, right? This is a. This is the last place. Have you ever seen, like, a, when you're going on a, um, a, you know, regular road, and it just says, this is the last exit before you can get into the uh, freeway. Or this is the last exit before you go into a paid uh, toll road or something like that, right? So here, this is the last city before they can go into a, you know. So in that city, Bathsheba, Abraham digs a well, like very strategically. This is like, a, he's just like a putting a well right around that city or in that city so people, when they are going, they can actually get some water from his well. Now, at this point in history, and I think it's even now, water is like a very valuable commodity, right? And we may not even realize how important this water is because we can turn on the tap and the water comes. We can go into the shower and turn on the shower, the water comes. But there are still places in the world they are still struggling for water. Right. And so here, um, in that city, he dug a well, and he's happy, he is feeding his flocks and everything, but his... Happiness did not last long because there was a tribal leader in Philistine named Abimelech, right? And his servants come, the the, the tribal leader's servants come, and they take away violently, they take away coming everything that he owned in that place and the well that he has dug, right? And he is cut off from the access to the water. And uh, so he goes, Abraham goes and confronts Abimelech, their leader, and he makes a treaty with him to have access to the water. When we read Genesis chapter 21, if we go to 26, we see that he is talking about it. Abimelech now says in verse 26, I do not know who did this thing. Indeed, you did not tell me, and I did not hear it until today. So the boss is saying, Abraham, I did not even know it. And in fact, you you even didn't tell me that, that this happened to you, right? So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech. That's verse 27. And the two men made a covenant, my binding agreement, right? Then Abraham set apart seven eve lambs of the flock. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What is this? What is the meaning of these seven eve lambs which you have set apart? Abraham said, You are to accept these seven eve lambs from me, as a witness for me, that I, I does this well. Therefore, that place was called Beersheba, the well of oath, or the well of the seven. Because there the two men of them swore of an oath, so they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Philchol, the commander of his army, got up and returned to the land of Philistine. Abraham planted. This is where the 33rd verse come into play. That's what we read. He planted this tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, El Olam, the eternal God. Now, here's the thing. There are a few things that we need to learn before we see how it applies to us. When someone reads this text, right? When we read this text on a normal basis, we will pass by like a mundane chore. like a, It's like a regular thing. Okay, this guy had a dalga vow, and the people came and took it away from him, and now he comes, he makes an agreement with the boss, and he got his vow, and he lives happily ever after. That's how we would read it, Right? Because it looks like a normal event that has taken place, but it's not the normal thing that taken place here. The access to the water allowed permanence into the life of Abraham until this point, Abraham was like a nomad going from place to place. Abraham, after he got what he got out of this tribal leader, he's probably sitting down and thinking the path that he came by, the things that were never perfect for him, but he somehow learned how to walk before God perfectly. Even though Abraham has failed and uh, just fallen apart, but he never actually disobeyed God after that after the first time he fell apart he just like went back to God and said I'm sorry and he reconciled his relationship with God not only that Abraham has taught his wife Sarah how to believe God and both of them were greatly rewarded at this point with a son Even though this whole journey took 25 years, Abraham has now become a friend of God. It's it's not something that just instantly happened in the life of Abraham. Think about it. If you have to wait for something for 25 years, if the government today says uh, we're going to give uh, each family across this nation, every one of these families uh, like a uh, fifty thousand dollars, right? And you're thinking, my goodness, the fifty thousand dollars will take care of a lot of my bills and I can live happily. One year goes by, two year goes by, three year goes by, nothing happens. Ten year goes by, nothing happens.
3: You would even give up
4: on this. But we serve a God who is an El Olam, an everlasting father, and he will never forget. And in the end, you know, Abraham would never have, after all these things that were happening in the life of Abraham, Abraham will come to has come to a place where he now knows the one he worships not only honors his word, but... The honor that he was worshiping for, or Abraham was worshiping, was to fulfill the promises that God made 25 years. Now he has a land with permanence. Now he has a seed, Isaac. Now he also got blessed by this foreign guy who did not even know him in the land of Philistine, He knows that the blessing came from, you know, this man in Philistine named Abimelech. But his heart would not have been changed if God is not involved in that situation. He knows that. And he also knows this seed that he has now is going to be the seed that's going to make him a father of many nations. And so Abraham remembering all these things and just like without an wavering, he knows I serve a God who is a God of ages. He is the El Shaddai, he is the Elohim, he is an El Royi, he is all of that but beyond that, he is a God who is an unchangeable God. In his mind, there was a book that was written by an author named Elmer Towns. And the book name is called My Father's Name. And in that book, she's saying that these rabbis that uh, uh, would read this, when they come across the word El Olam, they know it's such a big name, right? And they don't want to say it. And they just tweaked it, tweaked one vowel in that name. And the, the 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 name now spelled in English as Alam. So A-L-A-M. So they tweak one vowel, right? Which means hidden. Underscoring the mysterious nature of God. That's what it's written in the book. God is an everlasting or timeless nature without beginning or end, is one of the most profound mysteries of his nature. This is really hard to understand
3: with our finite mind, to comprehend even, how is this possible, right? Let me go
4: a little bit on this trail before we get into the main part of our message. We all have sung, Amazing Grace, so many times, right? It's an amazing song. It's just like every time I sing Amazing Grace, without even I know it, the tears starts to come out of my ears because such an amazing God that He serves. But there is a stance in that song that says,
3: "When we have been there ten thousand years, when we have been where?" In heaven,
4: when we have been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, that's how we are going to look like in heaven, right? we have no less days to sing God's praise than we have first began. Even if 10,000 years goes by, right, that we actually will be in the presence of the Holy God singing his praise bright because we are going to be in the midst of the Holy Father singing for years and years and years, for 10,000 years. It would never change the the praise that we have in our mouth that we first began. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. Mm-hmm. I was once lost, but now I'm found. Was blind. Now I can see. That's how Abraham felt. And he worshipped him. The well of Bathsheba. He knows is a down payment. For where God is taking him. Not only that. The word everlasting. Or the eternal God. You know another truth. That it indicates. Every other attribute of God. Is also. Attached to. an Eternal timeline. So. What that means is that uh, His love, that we read in so many places across the Word of God, is now is extended eternally. The the length and the breadth and the height and the width of His love is unchangeable. What God does to your life and my life will never change for everlasting and everlasting. It's eternal. His love that even if we make any mistakes, his love will never diminish. He will not take a break from loving us. Imagine a time that if God, you know, takes away that love out of our life, we will be destroyed, miserable. Not only that, his peace is everlasting, his holiness is everlasting. His grace is everlasting.
3: His mercy is everlasting. They are here for today and for eternity. That's the God we serve. If someone says, explain God to me,
4: we will not be able to explain adequately. In fact, if a kid comes around and says, if God made everything, If God made everything, who made God? That's a great question a kid can ask, a theological question a kid may ask, right? It's hard for us to understand until we come across this name because he is
3: El Olam. He was there even before this earth was created. He was there before even the word was uttered. And the word became flesh later. But the word was there even before the world was made. And here are the few things that I want to do just to read
4: through the word. And I'm hoping that God will just like a work in our lives
3: with his words. The first thing that Abraham, Abraham's life reminds us is this.
4: That we need to wait patiently for God to fulfill his promises. It's very easy for us to get like a nervous, very easy to become this microwave mindset when we are asking God for something. But the God whom we serve knows how to give good good gifts, also knows when to give the good gift to us. Sometimes, the blessings that we are asking for is given to us. Immediately, we may not even know the value of the blessing that we receive from God. Sometimes, the, the time it takes for that blessing to come actually prepares us for the blessing to be received. The more time the, the artist takes to draw a picture or more time to sculpt a, a, a statue, the more beautiful the statue is going to become. Let's go over to Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28, it says, this is a beautiful place. I've read this so many times, this verse, not realizing right in the middle is this everlasting God. (laughs) Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 says, Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, uh, El Olam, the Lord, the Mm -hmm. creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. Amen. His understanding is unsearchable. This is the greatest truth that we need to hold on to. This everlasting Father that is sitting in heaven never takes a break, never gets himself a retirement plan. He never quits looking you and me from heaven. The things may come and go in our life. Even if we look back at our life five, ten years, you would realize how many people
3: have come into your life and gone. How many things have come into your life and gone. The houses change. The things that we own change. The relationship changes.
4: The activities that we do changes. The kingdoms come and go. Democrats and Republicans keep coming and going. The the things across the world the, the, the dominions of different regimes come and go. Afghan has another regime come through. The, the, even the physical things also, the natural things like the trees come and go. But you know
3: what? That does not come and go. Is this Al Olam. We serve an everlasting
4: God. You may say, why is that important for me today,
3: Cyril? That's a great question. When you and I pray for our children, right, for them to be blessed, maybe
4: we will stay and watch them getting blessed. Because we know, like earlier today, Miss Barbara was talking about, Barbara German was talking about praying for Keevan. And we do see Kiwan getting blessed right now right? Which is great. We may even see our children's children life getting blessed because
3: we prayed for them, right? But think about it. There is going to be a time we all have an expiry date. We're all going to leave this earth and go to heaven. But we serve a God who never dies. Mm -hmm. He will remember
4: the voices and the prayers that you have offered over to your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. In fact, 16 generations, you can actually today bless 16 generations from you and the God of this universe, the eternal God, will remember and pass on to the 16th generation. Amen. You know, there was a man that I dearly love and uh, listen to on the radio. Uh, you know, he, he comes on the family, uh, something, uh, you know, and this, this guy, you know, they asked him, what is the secret sauce for your uh, messages and how you, uh, you know, deal with the people and how you're blessing the ministry and so on? And uh, this man said, it is not what I did. It is my great, 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 great grandfather. You know, who got on his knees every night at 11 o'clock and he prayed for 16 generations. And from that time, he has actually recorded this, that he would pray for 16 generations. That man, that great, great, great grandfather died, but this man of God is actually the 16th in that generation. And see, The God we serve remembers every prayer that we make. And not only that, even if we don't see some of these things because we pray for the future, it will happen because He
3: carries your prayer to the future. The thing is this today morning. I want
4: this story of Abraham to remind us to stay active
3: while we wait for his blessings to come through. The second point, here is the second one. We
4: cannot put God in a box with how we think. He is beyond what we can do and think. I want you to turn to Psalm chapter 19, verses 1 and 2. It says, this is a prayer of Moses. Let me read just the first two two verses. We will linger in the space a little while. Psalm chapter 90, verses 1 and 2. It says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you have formed the earth, and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, mm-hmm. you are the El Elav, Right. So, the thing is this. In order for us to understand this psalm, we just need to dig a little bit deeper. The book of Psalms that we read is actually divided into five books. These five books corresponds to the first five books of the Bible. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. You read, when you go back, I want you to you know, go back and read this chapter. Right before that, it will say book four on chapter 90 because it's the fourth book. And this fourth book uh, of, of Psalms Especially this particular chapter, chapter 90, was one of the oldest chapters in the Bible. The theologians and the leaders of uh, the world believed that this was was written by Moses. And this chapter of 90 was so old that it was written even before they believed that the whole chapter of uh, Deuteronomy was written right? Here, why is this so important, Sarah, on this morning, right? It's a good question. We know it's Moses wrote it, but the children of Israel were wandering in wilderness, right, for 40 years. And there was a portion in that time, God was completely pissed off, with the children of Israel for what they were doing. They were grumbling. They were complaining. And God says to them, anyone that is older than 20 at this point in time will not make it to the promised land. They will die in this wilderness. Only the younger generation that is walking right now in the desert will actually see the promised land. So, Moses knows about this truth that God is going to only allow the the next generation to go into the promised land. And in the midst of this reminder, Moses is writing this chapter, and he says, Lord, you have been the dwelling place. He's talking to God about this. He's saying, God, these people that are walking in the desert, is your people, and you have been their dwelling place all along. They were living in Egypt as slaves and tenants in Egypt. God, you were their dwelling place. When, when the Pharaoh, you know, was hardened by his heart and made them work harder in that land, You sent the plagues to rescue them because, God, you were their dwelling place. When the children of Israel was caught between the Red Sea and the mountains on the both sides and the Egyptian army was on their back, God, you were their, their dwelling place. God, every single day in the morning, afternoon, and evening, the pillar of fire that you put in front of us to lead these two million people and the a dark clouds on our back on this you know, on this journey just assures that God, you have been our de- dwelling place. God, you have been the dwelling place not only for these children of Israel, God, you have been the dwelling place. For every homeless soul
3: that is seeking your guidance and your dwelling place. We
4: are all living in a transient place. There is nothing permanent about this place that we are living. But God becomes our dwelling place. He becomes the place of refuge for you and me when we were living in California, there was a period in time, it was just like a, one of the worst moments of my life where I woke up, I was 32 years old, I woke up one morning and I just found out the company that I've invested for the last five years took all the loans, took all the money, and just like I put it into that company was gone. I was 32, and it was devastating for me because uh, I had an outstanding bill of over half a million dollars needed to be paid. And I had no idea what I was going to do. And I had to tell my wife and children to go back to India. So they went uh, for two months or three months to India. This did not happen a long time ago. This was 2003, 2004. And I just went crying to the Lord and asking God, God saves my family.
3: God saves my marriage. God saves my living. And right after, God showed his grace and mercy in my
4: worst pivotal moment in my life. I was given a job in Bank of America. And I just took this job. But I knew at that point in time, this is a straw that God has given in my life to hold on to. And I go there, started my journey in August of 2004, right? Very same month and a year, only moving backwards like a 15, 16 years ago. Now, the year end of 2004 This was just the three months into this new job that I've taken over in Bank of America. God just like, uh, you know, promoted me. And God just like uh, gave me a problem that I could solve. And that just like uh, was a low-hanging fruit. There's no intelligence of mine can be given credit for this work. But Bank of America at that point that had over 202,000 people, chose me as a top 1% of Bank of America. They took me from California to Charlotte, and they actually served a food about a week ago. I was in that place. There was a a restaurant on the 65th floor of Bank of America. And when you come into the city of Charlotte, you would see this... uh, 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 a tall building the headquarters with a queen head looking building and the top floor the 65th floor is a restaurant and they brought me into that restaurant from California and they served me food on a plate that has the emblem of Bank of America gold plated unless my God says it's done it is not done a few years later you know but with all the things that the resources that Bank of America blessed me, I was able to get rid of over $500,000 worth of debt from my life. The house that was foreclosed in California because I could not pay the rent recently, I moved into another house which is four times bigger than the house that I lived in California. The God we serve, when we cry out to him, to save my life, save my marriage, save my family. He is an everlasting Father, and He will never forget what we ask Him to do. The time may come along the way, because we think that He needs to do it in a certain time. He may take His own time to deliver us, but He will never be late, but, and also He will never lose a context of like a, what we are going through every single day. He is an everlasting God. I have so much more to tell in this, and I, it will be a, a huge, um, huge, this service, if I just like a jumper off this this topic. And so bear with me for a little while longer. I know it's 9.30. Uh, I'm just going to take a little bit more to, to, to just like a go through this chapter, because God, you know, has a purpose and plan for every one of you and every one of, uh, you know, the brothers and sisters that is across this nation. He has a plan. There's a good plan for every one of us. And not only that, he is not going to run out of gas he is not going to get old he's not going to retire he's not going to die even though Romans tried. He is not going to you know leave each and every one of us abandoned because we are the product of his manufacturing unit. You and I bear the image of him this this is why God is outside the time, outside everything that we could even you know, faintly remember or imagine. Think about it this way. The world that we are living in, that, you know, there's a lot of theory that is out there how the world was formed. In fact, uh, you know, they have this big bang theory like some of these like a planet came and banged against each other. Boom! There was an earth that got formed. Even those scientists that believe that Big Bang Theory happened 13.8 billion years ago, they agree that there was a beginning that is needed for this Earth to be formed, right? And that's why the writer of Hebrew in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, he says, "Through faith we understand that the world was made by the Word of God. Things we see." were made from what could not be seen. The God that we worship, He's timeless. He's relevant to our life today. He was relevant 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, 13 billion years ago. He's still relevant today and He never
3: goes out of stock. There are things that we can learn from this God that we would, it would take, you know, Centuries for us to even fathom.
4: That's why the song Amazing Grace says uh, even if it is 10,000 years that goes by, we will still be singing your praise just like uh, how we began the first time we started to praise.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: The things that we can learn from God being an eternal God, our being an everlasting God is this. We all know that he has, he has no end. He has no beginning. But another attribute that just gets added to this is that he is omnipresent. He's all present. He's the God that was there in the past. He's the God who's going to be there in the future. And when in this whole time I was talking about like a how time is relative, here's how from the God's view is going to look like. Right now, when he is looking down, he's probably seeing the red sea split, and he's going to see you and me right now, because for him, he's about the time. For us, everything is based and measured by time. For him, he is going to see the entire picture, end to end. He is not going to leave you and me out of this picture. And I want to come back to Psalm 90 next week, because. It would take another hour for us to go through this and there's so much truth to learn about this everlasting God. So I'm going to break it here so that we will come back to it. There is like a, you know, the things that we're going to learn from this is something that we will use it every day. All I want you to know is this. Today we have seen the life of Abraham and how he just held on to the promises of God. And mm-hmm. we saw how Moses, when he saw what has happened, he still remembered a God who just took them out of Egypt, and He who took them in the midst of all the difficulties because he has promised to take them out of Egypt because he heard the cries of the children of God.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: When we open our mouth today, and praise Him, and ask Him for something that He, only He can do. Amen. Know this for sure. Not even one word that you sowed in the kingdom Amen. will be taken for granted.
2: Amen.
4: He will never take our word, you know, out of context. He knows our heart, and he is going Amen. to deliver you and me without uh, even a blink. Uh, you know, He's going to deliver you and me. And not only that, he's going to deliver your children and my children. He's going to mm-hmm. deliver your children's children and my children's children. He's going to deliver your children's children's children up to 16 generations. Mm-hmm. If uh, we only have asked him to bless them, he will never mm-hmm. change and go away from his word.
2: Amen.
4: He is the El Olam.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: He is a God who is a
3: God of ages. God of time. Mm.
7: Thank you, Brother Cyril, for teaching us dwelling with El Olam, the God of ages, the God of time, no beginning, no end, the Alpha and Omega, being outside time and space continuum. Hallelujah. We we learned about how Abraham and how he gave up everything, and started looking for the promised land. And God promised them four things. To give him the land, to give him a seed, they will bless him, and he'll be the father of nations. And time went by. Ten years and nothing. And he got impatient. And he sinned. And he made a big mistake. And another 20, a total of 25 years go by, and finally he comes to a place called Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. And at that time and place, that's the point forward where Abraham reconciled with God and was faithful from that point forward. Because he dwelled. There was a dwelling. And and before, you know, the everlasting, is here today and forever. His love is everlasting. Grace is everlasting. His mercy is everlasting. And God reminds us that we need to wait patiently for him, for his promises. Unlike Abraham, he didn't wait patiently, and there were consequences. We serve an everlasting God, and we cannot put him in a box Mm -hmm. of how we think. God is our dwelling place and our everlasting Amen. And unless God says it's done, it's not done. Because we serve this everlasting, eternal God. He is not going to leave us when we get old or die. He's not. He's timeless. He's omnipresent. He's beyond time and space. And he is our present and our future. He's our dwelling. He's our everything. In your name, amen.
3: Sarah.
2: Amen. 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 Lord Jesus. We bow before you in humility and ask you to examine our hearts today. Show us anything that is not pleasing to you. Reveal any secret pride, any unconfessed sin, rebellion, or unforgiveness that may be hindering our relationship with you. We know that we are your beloved children, having received you into our hearts and lives, and having accepted your death as penalty for our sinfulness. The price you paid covers us for all time, and our desire is to live for you. As we take the bread representing your life that was broken for us, we remember and celebrate your faithfulness to us and to all who will receive you. Thank you for your extravagant love and unmerited favor. Thank you that your death gave us life, abundant life, now and eternal life forever. We receive this bread in remembrance of you. And in the same way, we take this cup, representing your blood, poured out from a splintered cross. You are the supreme sacrifice for all of our sin, past present and future. Today we remember and celebrate the precious gift of your life, of, of life you gave us through the blood you spill. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
4: Amen, amen. Before we take the bread and the cup of his blood covenant, here is a very important question that we need to ask listening to what God was telling us. Is
3: God your dwelling place? When, when problem strikes, when, when the bills show up, when the relationship needs help, is God your de- dwelling place? If not,
4: this is a moment to reconcile. Just like Abraham. Reconcile with God. In Genesis chapter 21 verses 33, when he called him the El Olam, he was just like a making a, a remembrance of this covenant-keeping God. In Matthew chapter 26, verses 26, he says, Now as they were sitting, Jesus took the bread.
3: After blessing, it broke it. He broke it and gave it to the disciples, and said, take, eat.
4: This is my body. As we take this body, this is a time to reconcile our mind
3: with God in knowing he is al-Olam. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And he took a cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying,
4: Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. As we take this cup and drink, which is the blood of the covenant. This is the blood of his covenant in your life and my life. For every word that came out of your mouth, every prayer, every tear, every ask, none of those things is going to be taken out of your life or my life. And as we drink this cup, it's a reminder that he is a covenant-keeping God who will never
3: leave us nor forsake us. Let's drink this drink. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we come
4: before your throne of grace this morning, one more time, giving you the glory and honor, Father God, for the words that you spoke, Father God, about a God who would never leave us, not forsake us, who is a and El Shaddai, Elohim. Father God, this morning, as we remember El Olam, Father God, let our hearts be just rejoice this morning over what you are, Father God, and who you are in our life, Father God. You are the God who was and who is and who is to come. You are the Alpha and Omega. Father God, you see things. God, even this morning, as we pray, Father God, You know, if there are things that are not clear for any one of us, Father God, in this week, God, you open our spiritual eyes. You open our naked eyes to see what you have given for us. Father God, you are the El You see things that we don't see. God, we ask you to to open our eyes to see what you see this week. We surrender ourselves, Father God, into your mighty hands. God, you take the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, for your glory. Amen. Amen.
6: The conference Amen. has been unmuted.
7: Hallelujah. Amen.
6: Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. 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 Hope you all have an amazing week.
3: Yeah. We will
4: see each other bright and early. Next week we will still continue this. But with the Psalm chapter ninety, we will continue back on this chapter. Until then, have an amazing week. Have
0: a great week. Everybody have a blessed week. Everybody
2: have a good day.
0: Bye bye. Amen.
5: Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen. Oh, no.